Hello. Hello. Hey. We are trying something new. We are. Audio only. No video. But we're still staring at each other. We're still smiling. (laughs) We're still living. It's Tuesday. We're still happy. We're We're, still happy. We're back on the Good Day to Film podcast or record. It's the last week of the summer. Yes. <laughs> there's still there's still extension and stuff, but it's always kind of a milestone that we yeah. have when August ends because we've really hit, yep. like gotten through the majority of the season. A lot of reps are going to start going home. It's really been for the last like month. It's kind of gone a lot more into like that. Everyone knows what they're doing in Cruise their control. routine. Mm-hmm. It's gotten a lot smoother. So congrats to everybody for surviving another we made summer. It. We, made we made it. it. We did it. Yeah. Summer number but nine. But also remember that now because they're leaving, they're going to stop by more often here. Right. So if you ever were curious of who Corey Hatton is or you wanted to meet them, there's a chance that you'll run into them in the office. And he asks you to clear holds. <laughs> Send them to Josephine. Send them to me. Send them to Josephine. And we'll also start getting a lot of calls about holds and things like that. So just a reminder, you know, a lot of their, their paycheck is based on yeah. these holds. And it's a big deal for them. They've worked all summer for and these And we want to help clear them as much as we can. But we got to do it in a legitimate fashion. The yeah. right way. So, so yeah. if you're confused, if you don't have the answers, don't just tell them anything. Just direct them to rep support. We're here to help them. They can email me. Call us directly. It's fine. What do you think the most common hold is right now that we should be looking for? Um, the most common one, well, we have probably two, but the most one is missing video surveys. It's an easy fix for them. They're just, you know, struggling to connect to data, Wi-Fi, um, and it's just a simple click of the app and the videos get uploaded. Okay. So look for those. Remind them of that. Yeah. Look for past due payments, I assume. Mm-hmm. Customers we'll requesting to cancel, get them to retention. Yeah. Like, let's wrap up all the customers' concerns so that way we can clear those holds and have happy customers. Sweet. Should we get into, like, some housekeeping-friendly reminders? We should. It's been four weeks, a month, we, three weeks. We've got, we got a short <laughs> list here, guys. We do, but we haven't done a podcast in a while, so if you've never experienced that, I mean, it's on the TV, so I don't know how you yeah. missed it. <laughs> Same one. Um, but... Anyway, here we go. We usually go over uh, lots of fun tidbits and pieces of information for you. So So when customers are calling in, we're noticing that there are some agents that are called transferring the customers to other departments. It's to help each other out plus the customer. Please don't do that. That way, the other department that gets the call can have a little warning of what that customer needs. If it's an escalated call, you can kind of warn them and tell them, hey, this is the problem they're having or this is the issue that they're looking for. Just don't call transfer because you wouldn't want somebody to do that to you. Have you ever had that happen to you? I've had that happen with reps and they're on the phone and I'm like, I don't even know who I'm talking to. (laughs) Have you ever called somebody to get something done? And that happens to you, and you've just spent 30 mm-hmm. minutes. Explaining you see it. how I sound like I want to murder somebody? <laughs> That's how customers feel, because it's the most horrendous thing to have to explain your yeah. terrible situation over, again. and it just makes you more angry because yeah. you're reliving it again. So, so guys, don't do given that. Given that background. Don't do that to each other. Let's help each other out. What else should they not do, Kim? Um, the mute button is another thing we want to talk about. <laughs> so um, when QA, when they're reviewing calls, they're finding the agents are placing customers on a silent hold instead of using the hold button. It just makes it kind of awkward for the customers. So the hold button is there for a reason. So please use it when you need to put your customer on hold. Don't use mute. Yes. Use the hold button. The music is not that bad. Um, also, when you are transferring to tech support, before you do that, make sure the customer is actually home and make sure that they're able to troubleshoot or they have the time to troubleshoot. Um, it just 
clogs up the tech support line by just transferring a customer that's not even home to troubleshoot a camera or whatever that device may be. So just make sure they're actually home. You'd think a customer would say, hey, I'm actually not home right now, yeah. but they don't always, so it's on us to check and just make sure that we're not wasting the customer's time and we're not clogging up the tech support queue. Another thing, we also have to remember to confirm and fully verify customers before transferring or even talking to customers on the phone. We get the situation a lot. It could be an ex-spouse. It can be a boyfriend or a competitor. We just don't know who we're talking to on the other end. So please make sure you're confirming and verifying the correct, proper information from this person on the line. And then another friendly reminder that we have is a lot of times the people that we're talking to on the phone aren't necessarily the primary account holder. And what we're seeing is on the notes, um, sometimes we're just looking at the primary account holder's name and writing it down with spoke with so-and-so, when that's not actually who the person spoke with. So just make sure when you are talking to an individual, you get their name, you list their name in the notes so we have a track record of who we talked to in case there's ever anything where someone calls in and wants to know, hey, who'd you talk to that made that change? You, we have the correct information. Before you do the post survey, there's a little box that you need to fill in that contain. it's, it's asking for the customer's upload speed. Um, so when there's cameras on an account, we want to make sure they have sufficient upload speed. And when the tech's on site, he can run a speed test. We can type that number in. If the... Um, the speed of the internet that like whatever the megabytes per second that you type in is not sufficient to support the number of cameras on the account. Uh, additional questions are gonna be asked on the post survey to just protect Fluent. Make sure that the customer knows, hey, you're going to have problems with these cameras because the upload speed is low. You're welcome to have them, but we're warning you we're not gonna come out and service them. We're not gonna do these things um, because you need to upgrade your internet speed. And until that happens, you're gonna have issues. So it's really important that you fill in that box because customers are being asked this question when you just leave zero in there or you leave it blank. Mm. Customers with good internet speed are being yeah. asked the same questions and then they get confused because it makes no, they're like, what are you talking about? My yep. internet speed's fine. These cameras are working great. So just keep that in mind when you before you do that post survey to get that upload speed accurate and typed in correctly. Yeah, and it's one less question in the future. Yep, and it's a shorter post yeah. survey for you too. Remember that, guys. Then there's also a new visitor policy. Um, we have access control for a reason, and I'm not asking anybody to. Repeat that phrase again. We have access control. We have access control for a reason. Um, we want to make sure that we are not putting anybody in danger. I know you've all talked to up, upset customers before, and um, sometimes it gets a little heated. So don't put yourself in that situation. Customer, you have under no obligation to let a customer in the building or let them back into the call center. Uh, especially in Edmonton, there's uh, there's not a, like a foyer or like a really mm -hmm. good barrier. Um, it's a pretty small you know, pretty confined, small space, yeah. yeah, confined space, which is super dangerous for anybody to, to put themselves in. So do not let customers in the building. You can tell them, hey, you're welcome to call in, but this is not a service center. This is a contact center. We don't help customers here. And then next, we need your guys' help. So we've gotten some comments from text that um, zone locations aren't saving in the app, but we need examples of this so that we can send it to development so that they can find out what's causing it, fix it, and make everyone's lives easier. So agents on the phone, if you see this happen at all, please let us know so that we can let, let your lead know so that we can get that info to development so they can fix it. Perfect. Oh, and then yes. there's some confusion. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the confusion? So we have our Fluent website, yes. our alarm.com website, and our Fluent app. And Total Connect. And Total Connect. The Fluent app is, is great because the customer has all of their 
resources all, all in one spot. They can control their system, turn it on and on. They can view their cameras if they have Alarm.com cameras. They can do all these cool things. They can view their invoices. They can pay their bill. They can update their payment information. You name it, they can pretty much do it. Um, customers with Honeywell systems do not have that luxury. They must go to the Total Connect app. It's not Fluent branded, uh, and they lose a lot of the features about like changing their billing date, updating their payment info, requesting support, things like that. So that's what the customer portal is for. So there's a few different ways you can, you can tackle this. Uh, if a customer has an alarm.com uh, account, they can download the Fluent app, they can access all the cool features. If they are Honeywell, DSC, or anybody other than alarm.com, they can still update their payment information, they can get their billing date taken care of, they can make requests through the customer portal. The customer portal is at fluenthome.com. They can log in there, see all their invoices, and do all these different things from there. And then which platform they're on is determined by the panel in their house. Correct. Yep. So like 2 gig, uh, some of those G, GE's panels, uh, anything. You'll, I mean, it's pretty easy to see if the customer has alarm.com. Um, that's your cue that, hey, they can download the Fluent app and um, take care of things all in one place. However, if they have Honeywell or any other panel, they want to handle billing stuff, they can go to the Fluent customer portal. Um, and then to control the system, it's like, you know, their Total Connect app and, and things like that. So there's a little bit of confusion there, but we hope that kind of clarifies things a little bit. Don't send customers to fluenthome.com to log into their Fluent app or into alarm.com. Like that doesn't work. And we'll get uh, we'll get some information out into the chat about kind of where to go and when um, to kind of clarify that a little bit more. But it's confusing. That's why There's we went lot. to it. That's why we went to alarm.com <laughs> and how the Fluent branded app is just so we have everything all in one place. Yeah. Um, so go alarm.com. That's awesome. But Oh, nice. yeah. Next, we want to go into some shout-outs. So we've had some agents really go above and beyond the last little bit, and we wanted to recognize them. First one that we want to shout-out is UC. Just really great with the new hires that have hit the floor. That's hard for the new hires that are hitting. You know, they're nervous to be on the phones. Yeah. Just, so to have someone there to help them is just incredible. So thank you, 15, UC, for going above and beyond. 80, over 80% in You've been awesome in helping peers in the chat. Well, thank yep. you so much. So wait, uh, you're a great resource. It's been awesome seeing you chime in and just helping your peers. Same thing, just uh, all these new hires on the floor. We try and prepare them as much uh, as they can, but there's a lot to learn. Yeah, I'll see. You know, oh. So we really appreciate you stepping up and helping all the leads out. We also have Ashrita. Ashrita. Killing it with the QA. Has over 80% on 15 of her QA scores. So great job. Super proud of you. Keep it going. Just, you know, you're killing it. And then I think for the end of this podcast, we're going to call in a special guest. We are. And her name is Lita. We had a lot of, when we did the town hall and that QA session, we had a lot of questions come in. And we unfortunately didn't have time to go through all of them. But they were all very important questions. And we want to make sure your questions are heard and they're answered. So we're going to get Lita to help us with a couple more of those. Let's get her on the line. Hello? Lita, can you hear me? Yes, I can. You are live on the Corporate Podcast on Tuesday, August 20-something, 2019. How does it feel? Amazing. Too much, too much amazing to have in one room between me and Joe. You sound ecstatic. <laughs> now let's go ahead and get down to the nitty-gritty. <laughs> Why don't you ask us some of the questions that we missed on the town hall meeting? Okay. Um, so the first one is about the work from home program and is if that's still in the works. Is the work from home program still in the works? Why, yes. Yes, it is. Um, however, uh, Christina Enns is the one running that program right now. Uh, as of now, we're only offering this to 
call center employees. So I know a lot of other departments have been asking their managers, hey, can I work from home? There's going to be restrictions. I've said this in podcasts in the past. There's you know certain jobs that require you to be on site, and there's nothing I can do about that. Um, however, there's a lot of positions in the call center that I can actually push uh, people to work from home. So there's a few things that we look for. Um, we look for time management. How's your active percentage looking? Are you available for phone calls? Are you, um, you know, are you doing the things that you need to do? Are you productive? Uh, if we find that when people go to work from home, they do one of two things. Their productivity either goes through the roof or it goes straight down the toilet. Um, so those are things that we'll be looking at as time management, attendance, handle time, how well, how, you know, your competency levels. Are you able to find information on your own? Because when you're working from home, your resources are a little bit more limited and you have to get a little bit more creative. So that would be my answer to the work from home program question. What do you have next? Okay, question number two. The second question is, would it be plausible for us to make the ESAC committee and culture committees a permanent paid position slash team so those involved can make their top priority? So our goal for the culture committee and ESAC is to really have that be a revolving position and something that we're, we're switching people out for because we really want to get the input of lots of different people across lots of different departments. So it's not something we're looking at making one person have that be their permanent full-time position because we do really do want a lot of input. So we're looking for it to be, you know, volunteer during business hours, but something that's rotated out regularly. So we're getting input and advice from lots of different people. Okay, we're going to pass question number three to Josephine. Awesome. Will we allow dogs in the building again? So that is a good question. Unfortunately, with dogs, we are not allowing them in the building just because we have a lot of, you know, allergies or people are sensitive to animals and we don't want to put our coworkers in uncomfortable situations. So as of right now, unfortunately, dogs are not allowed. And if I could add to that answer, it's also an insurance matter. Having dogs in the building is a no-no for our, for our insurance as well. Question number four is, can we get some recycling in the Utah building? Can we get recycling in the Utah building? Is it possible? Yes. Do we have it? No. Could we get it? <laughs> Maybe. Um, we probably need to look into the cost on that. I think that, you know, I care about the planet. Just, Kim, do you hey, care about the planet? Yeah. Our color is green, guys. <laughs> yeah. we, we care. <laughs> Let's Why do you think we sign up 80% of our customers on ACH, man? We don't want to send out envelopes and waste all that paper. Uh, but, yeah, it's something we can look into. I don't know what can is all involved with that. Can we have an update on the next corporate podcast? Sure. Let's do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll Google it and uh, see what we can do and update you guys from there. But I agree. We do need recycling. We'll see if we can make it happen. Anything else? Those are my questions. Cool. I think that's what wow. we have to do this week. Thank you again, guys, for a great summer. I know we had a lot of changes. We had new apps. We had new surveys. We threw a lot at everybody. So thank you guys for just being such team players. And yeah, we, we survived. Did we did it, guys. <laughs> we did it. Lita, your work is just beginning, I know. So good Yay. luck. See you guys okay, next week. Bye. See ya.